1: Uh, glad that you have chosen to uh, listen to us today Uh, today we are talking about black on black crime that's kind of general but specifically kind of what we're talking about is that often what you see often one of the talking points when a white officer shoots a black person something that we've seen happen you know in in, uh recent days uh one of the talking points is, is yeah but what about what about black on black crime yes and so that so, you know, basically people will argue that we let, let's focus on that. You know, it's and some will say that should be the focus of this. Discuss- you know, let's talk, let's stop talking about this and talk about, you know, that. Yeah. Um, which which can be frustrating and and, uh, and and something that we need to discuss. And I, and I think we should say up front, um, there are discussions about these types of issues happening even in our community currently. Right. Uh, Kenny and I both were at a, a meeting last night, a local meeting. Uh, between uh, police officers and the community, talking about crime uh, in our city and uh, in our in our area, and and you you hear some of these issues coming up, you hear some of these types of things coming up, and so this is real for us. I mean, we we're really trying to think through these things and think through how to how to respond to some of these issues. But we wanted to wanted to talk about this particular one today. So Kenny, why do people do this? Why is there kind of this? Well, let's talk about black on black crime. Why do yeah. you why do you think that happens? Yeah,
0: so um one reason is it's just the uh, whataboutism, right? I think it's actually been a coined term now. It's like what whataboutism. It's tr- it's a is way like to crowd. it in the dictionary? To, you think it's in the dictionary? <laughs> it might be. People <laughs> use it so much, right? Cuz uh, it's, it's obvious so what what awful. people are trying to do, right? It's yes. obvious that people are trying to deflect. Yes. They're trying to change the subject into something else that uh, they want to talk about. So in mm. this situation, when they're saying, what about black on black crime? They don't want to be critical of police officers. Mm. And so they're, they're trying to deflect the attention off the police officers onto black on black crime. Right. And so it's, we don't want to talk about what the police did wrong or mm. if the police did anything wrong. We're just going to immediately deflect and we're going to talk yeah. about black on black crime.
1: Right. Yeah. The what th- else? Well, I think the thing that I hear from the... <laughs> From the white community, if I will, the majority community more is is it's almost like, well, hey, this really is the root issue, I mean, this yeah. is the real problem, uh-, uh-huh. right? white cops wouldn't have me shooting shooting people if they weren't committing crimes, right yeah. and so there's kind of this that um and then they even throw out i mean even they're kind of throwing out statistics right there's more uh, the reality is you know black people are committing more crimes or um yeah uh, it so it makes sense for cops to be more aggressive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like like there's this reality that, you know, mm-hmm. uh because they're committing more crimes, the cops are walking around thinking about percentages and you know these things and they're like, "Oh, that's a black person. He's probably more likely to mit- commit a crime." You know, yeah. I mean, it's which to me is, I mean, obviously I'm showing that I don't agree with that argument, but right. I, but I do hear that. I mean, I yeah. do hear that thrown out. Um what do you are there times when the black community makes this argument, Kenny? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes,
0: when when we see Um, kind of this uproar from the black community when there's an officer involved shooting where a black person dies and then there there are some black people who are like okay so we're we're so upset when it comes to this person dying Mm -hmm. but we got people dying in the hood all the time Mm -hmm. and nobody gets upset about that right why is that why are we why are we so mad when the police kill one of us, but then we're killing each other all mm-hmm. the time and nobody's getting upset, protesting, yeah, right. nobody's riding, mm-hmm. nobody's getting all upset about that. Mm. And so we you know, there are people who are like we we need to deal with you know, what's going on in our own community before we can be um extra critical about what the police are doing. Yeah yeah
1: okay so what do we do with this how do we how do we respond and i want to respond to our first one i just want to say <laughs> loud and proud and as clear as i can this is yes. like one of those things i want to i need a, like a t-shirt or a campaign yes we need death to what about right we just need to it just needs to stop we
0: just show up at protests like in the middle of them and have like a death to whataboutism sign.
1: <laughs> you know, it's what it's right. people be like, what are you? That's a whataboutism right there. Why are you guys even here? You're not even dealing with the issue. Right. Right. Yes. But I do think that is something. I mean, I think that's social media really make. I mean, you see it all the time. You know, somebody yes. po- makes a post about a particular issue. And then, I mean, one comment in, two comments in, somebody's changing the issue, deflecting, talking about something that's totally unrelated yeah. to, you know, and i I think we i, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I can say we have a moral obligation to not do that, but it but it does i mean it does feel like as Christians we should not be guilty of that i mean we no. should we should be able to stay on topic and right. and actually deal with the issues uh that are being talked about, you know yeah, and if we would say well I, should, I wanted to talk about this, but i didn't i didn't i wanted to make it fit I'd be mean, like start another post start right another do you, one. do your own thing yeah. like like <laughs> <laughs> Come up with your own blog, whatever it is, right? right. um But but yeah, I mean, it just resist that urge to bring in all these other topics and these other issues, and 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 resist that, and rather just try to stay on topic and deal with, you know, deal with what ism so, Yeah, can you tell I have a personal <laughs> you have a personal problem with this, right with that? Yeah. I mean,
0: because the, the truth of the matter is, is that we can. We can, what about ism somebody to death, Oh, man. We can. Mm -hmm. Because there's all, like, here's the thing. None of us are doing everything. None of us. That's right. Right? Yeah. Like, we're all falling short in in some area. There's always another issue Mm -hmm. for us to be uh, concerned about. So we can just continue to lob things that are even unrelated at people. Like you care about this. Why don't you care about mm,
1: uh, yes. this other country? Right. Yes.
0: Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Or why don't you care about this other issue? And it's like, mm-hmm. see, I'm not God. Right? Right. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm finite. I can only deal with so many issues. I can only pray about so many things. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God has given us a, I think God has put in each of us like a holy discontent. Like, this is the issue I want you to to focus on, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why we have the body of Christ, because he He gives certain people concern about certain issues, and he gives other people concern about mm. different issues. Right. And so that yeah. means the body of Christ is able to cover more ground than just me in particular. But for us to expect each person to have equal concern about everything, yeah. Like that's, you're ascribing some sort of God level (laughs) ability to, to us and we can't do
1: it. Right. Right. We just can't do it. We're not omniscient. Right. I mean, we don't have, we're not all knowing we can't be. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I would say to the, to the person in the black community who's saying, um, why are we so mad at the police when, you know, we're killing each other, um, all the time. I would say, you know, we can do both. Right. I'm not saying necessarily be mad to the point where we're you know riding and all that stuff, right? Right. right. But we we can have a you know a righteous anger towards a police who is um, abusing his power by mm-hmm. uh, mistreating a black person mm-hmm. um, who who doesn't who who's being unjust towards a black person. Right. We can't have that that righteous anger towards that and have a, a consistent. <laughs> Mm. anger and a equal anger towards murder in our own community right like you don't like we don't necessarily have to choose between one or the other we can we can we can actually be mad at both of them yeah right and and we just we really do need to be consistent in regards to that because there are i i i see it myself i see it myself it's like uh a black person dies at the hand of another black person now, we'll, we'll say how sad it is and how wrong it is and all that stuff. But there is nowhere near the anger mm. um, that there is when um, a black person, uh, a, a cop kills a black person. Mm. And so we do need to be mad at both. And we do need to be more consistent when there, it's in our own community.
1: Yeah, I th- I think you're right. One leads to grief. Right. Like we grieve. Yes. The other leads to anger. Anger. You know, and it's like we probably need a little bit more of both. Right. Right. In the other. Yes. uh, I don't know if I said that right. But um, we need to be able to grieve and be upset, you know, at any injustice or injustice. Right. I mean, we need to be able to do both of those. Yeah, In both of those situations, which. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think what I would say to, you know, to my uh, majority friends who would, you know, try to throw this up is. Um, perhaps what we need to do is is think through the causes of black crime right so I mean we need to we need to think about issues like poverty you know I mean because poverty leads to crime you know and yeah I mean, I've heard you say that um, many times you know and w- well what leads to poverty in some of these neighborhoods well some of it would be systemic issues of the past right and redlining yeah. and all those other things right Yeah. Um, one of those systemic issues is like fatherlessness i mean uh there's obviously there's other issues that uh can lead to fatherlessness it's not just um certain things like that but but all all of those right i mean what would you add as far as just things we need to think through that kind of leads to right this this problem of this black pro- crime yeah
0: yeah i would say you know all those things you just mentioned and, you know, proximity yeah, is, is right. one of those things as well. And redlining led, leads to kind of that um, proximity mm. of one culture in, in one area. Mm. And prox- you, you you put together that proximity, you put together that poverty, you do all that stuff, mm-hmm. and you're going to have crime. I mean, there are direct correlations between poverty and crime and fatherlessness mm. and crime and and all those different things. And so we have to um, think through that. And in proximity in the sense of like we commit crimes against those who we're closer to. Right. Like <laughs> like physically closer to uh and in even uh relationally closer to. Sure. Right. Yeah uh, you know, that's why the police ask questions to the husband when the wife die, you know, is sure. killed, right? Right. Yeah. We we tend to um commit crimes against those we are physically and intimately closer to Hmm. which is sad, but that's that's the case. So there's white on white crime, there's, you Mm -hmm. know, Hispanic on Hispanic crime and Asian on Asian crime. There's Right. And so the you know, we shouldn't necessarily focus on that, but focus on go deeper into the reasons why, Mm -hmm. you know, these things exist.
1: Yeah. I think it's good. So so yeah, so see these are some of the issues. I mean this is kinda kinda what we see how do we respond right yeah. if somebody if somebody you know is we're having a conversation you know if a, if another uh incident happens and you know we're we're talking about one of these racial tragedies with with somebody and they kind of throw up or throw out well it's all black on black crime I mean, how do we yeah how should we how do you think we should respond like man <laughs> say hey man
0: <laughs> right. can, can we just talk about Right, what we're talking about. Can we
1: stick to. The, we're gonna stick to the topic. Can we here? just stick to was, the topic. I, was, like, yes. I know what
0: you're trying to do here. I'm mm. not gonna let it. I'm not gonna let that fly. Mm. Let's just talk about what we're talking about, and you know what? Maybe we will have that conversation right. about yeah. you know what you're this black on black crime down mm-hmm. the road. But right now, you need to to listen to what I'm talking about and right. not trying to.
1: Deflect. Right? right. Let's try to deal with this issue that's actually in front of us right now. Right. You know? Right. And then, and then we can continue to have that conversation about other things.
0: Yeah. Well, And, yeah. and think about this, like a brother in Christ comes to you and, and is torn up about uh, a police shooting. Mm-hmm. Another black person getting being killed by the police. And, and you, you really do have to understand that there is history of, you know, bad relationship between the police and the black community going back a long time. Right. But your response to this brother being this brother or sister being upset is what about black on black crime? Right. Like it just shows a lack of empathy for, you know, right. right? Yeah. Not only are you deflecting, but you're just showing a lack of empathy to your brother and sister in Christ. So Mm. um, that would be one thing I would say as well is that, you know, be, be willing to show some empathy, but also just stick to the topic, man. It's like it's not right. hard for us to to really have a conversation about, you know, what's actually going on. It's just that we're so focused on, you know, who we're rolling with, like mm-hmm. who we support. And we don't want to necessarily say anything bad about those people. So. Right. Let's just go ahead and deflect and and try to talk about something else. Right. Yeah. And, and that's sad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, what else? What else would you say? So, I mean, obviously we want to uh, avoid right. whataboutism. We've really tried to emphasize that in uh, the podcast today. But um, what? how else do we respond? Are there more kind of positive? Yeah. What are What are some more kind of positive things we can do? Yeah,
0: I would say to, to people who are really gen- genuinely concerned about black-on-black crime and not just using it as a deflection tool. Right. I would say, you know, really get involved into the the black community and mm. and deal with some of those issues that right. lead to crime. Deal with poverty, deal with fatherlessness, you mm. know, um deal with all those things that that tend to be a problem and be proactive in trying to prevent um people from doing that, right? Doing um committing crimes or feeling like they, you know, have to commit crimes or mm-hmm. giving them different role models to yeah. to look at instead of you know who they currently are looking up to yeah and so i mean we talk about fatherlessness um men need to you know get involved in the community and yeah and, and showing some some positive biblical manhood mm-hmm. you know show yeah. show them that that this is how men act this is how men treat women. This is how men act responsibly. This Mm. is how men, um, show tenderness to women and not be abusive to them. And all these different things that, uh, a male in the life of a kid, especially young men, Mm. now that role model can show, show them how to be. And, Mm. and if you, you have that being done on a wide scale, you're able to kind of transform, right? Because here's the thing, a lot of these generations have been neglected on a large scale, and so if we as a church come in in a in a positive way, right, come in, in a positive way and on a large scale be able to to tackle some of these issues like followlessness and tackle some of these issues like poverty, um then we can see a community changed on a, in a positive way as well, yeah. And so just find ways to get involved in, in um, these neglected communities mm. and, you know, see, see, you know, even if you change one life, right? Yeah, right? That's what we talk about with the gospel, right? Right. We preach the gospel. One person comes to faith. Hey, you know, praise the Lord, right? We right. Don't, don't despise the day of small things. So just get involved and, and work in the community if you are truly concerned about black-on-black crime. What yeah. else would you say, brother?
1: Well, I think that was the over—I mean— you know, at the meeting, you know, last night. I mean, that's just one of the obvious realities is that so much of kind of the frustrating things that we're facing, the difficulties that we're facing in our communities, particularly in uh, kind of these underserved communities. I mean, it's taken years and years and years of kind of just various problems and various things and various tragedies and various, I mean, uh, injustices. Yeah. And so, I mean, the idea that, you know, we're going to have, you know, I mean, yeah. Um, the idea that we're going to solve that overnight or come up with one solution or come up with one thing is, is, you know, naive at best. Right. Right. And I, and I think that, I think that's helpful too, even in this conversation, like it, again, the, the original question was if somebody is dealing, if somebody, if there's a kind of a white officer shoots a, you know, a black person and, and in black on black crime gets brought up, it's like, It's almost, again, it's like this kind of trump card thing. It's like, I'm going to just throw this down in every conversation. You know, every conversation that comes up about justice issues, I'm going to talk about black on black crime. And it's like, you have to be able to see uh, there's there's more going on here. Right. I mean, this is not an easy, you know, and don't you think? I mean, we have a tendency to want to just be like, find this simple, we want to simplify the problem to this kind of one thing. It's black on black crime. And then, and then we think, and we can just fix that by doing this one, you know, this one thing over here, and then we've got a simple problem, simple solution, everything. Yeah. But life's not like that. Uh-uh. I mean, life's just not just that not. simple, and it's there's just all kinds of factors and all kinds of other issues that are there. And, um, you know, I think, you know, we, we all have this desire to want to fix it. Yeah. To offer a real solution. Yes. Um, but- but probably the way we need to think is is instead of like real solution singular, we need to be looking for real solutions yes. plural and understand that, I mean, again, I think this is the, we, we talk about this with, um, you know, partnering together as churches, like one church is not going to reach the world with the gospel. No. So we partner together. Yes. Right? Uh, one church yes. partners with a church at a different city, or maybe they partner with other churches in their own city. Uh, why do they do that? So they can combine resources and work together and do those things. I mean, I think we have to think about our communities that way. There may be one group or one organization who's going to kind of really go at fatherlessness, and so you can you can try to help, right? They're gonna, maybe going to start a mentor program. Well, maybe that's something you can get involved with, right? Um, may, maybe somebody else is going to do more job training, more um, you know, kind of really hitting that poverty issue. You know, yeah. really trying to help folks. You know, lean in, lean in there, and. The idea that one church is just going to come into a community and handle all that or one group is going to come in and handle all that is, nah. is probably not real. Right. You know? And so we have to we have to figure out places and we and we and Kenny and I understand this. We've talked about it a lot. We understand there are places where churches can't partner with others. Right. We yeah. have to have to be careful with that. Cautious wise maybe is the right term. Uh, but in places where we can partner in places where we can serve with other churches and other organizations, um, we should at least try to do that. Yeah, you know, to try to try to handle this, but yeah, the the whole like, well, it's all black on black crime. <laughs> I just think that's overly simple, you yeah. know. And so, in instead of that, find some, and e- even if that is what you really believe is the problem, you know, you just really believe that. Well, find some ways to to look for a way to be preventative towards that. That's good. Yeah, you know, get get involved in the community. Get involved in some of these other different ways, like you talked about. Yeah, um, I think is a way. What, what else would you say?
0: You know, so what we're talking about as far as working in the community, getting involved, starting, you know, some program or whatever, all those are kind of long-term issues. Like, there mm-hmm. there are some short-term things that we can do in the black community to kind of reduce the the prevalence of crime, mm-hmm. and that's um, cooperating with cops mm-hmm. whenever possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we are blessed in our um, community to have a police chief who is really striving to have a relationship with the black community, the white community—you uh, know, all the communities. He's mm-hmm. really trying to, to you know, build bridges to to the community. Right. Um, and just just really quick, you know, we did an interview with him earlier yeah. this season, so go back and listen to an it. Yeah, that's with right. With our police chief, so he kind of hears hard in that interview, and I mean, really good brother. So, but in other communities, you may not have that that um, privilege, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but you still. Right. If we're if we're if we're saying that we want to be about justice. Right. We talk about, you know, we want to fight for justice. Think about the victims of these crimes in your community and fight for justice for them. Mm. And that means some sometimes you're going to have to tell the police, hey, this is what happened. Mm. (laughs) You know, uh, I'm going to may have to testify. Mm. You may have to give information to the police to let them know, hey, this is what happened. Like mm. police work off information, right? And they can't unless you want Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, they can't, right. Right. right? They they can't be in every place at every time, right? Mm. Like you don't want them, you know. With cameras all over the place and right. knowing every little detail of your life, you don't want that. You want your freedom. Mm. But if if they can't be everywhere every at all times, you have to give them information and. In our in the in the black community there's a, a big concern about being viewed as a snitch right and yeah. again you we have to stop thinking about it as I'm snitching and start thinking about it as I'm fighting for justice right there are people who are being uh, killed who are innocent victims there are people who are who are being killed for and have absolutely nothing to do with what's going on right. In the streets. Mm. So what about them? Right. Like we, we, we talk about, you know, the the black black person being killed by the cop who didn't deserve that. Right. Like there's people in the community who are dying who don't deserve it. and And we're so concerned about looking like a snitch that we don't want to fight for justice. We get mm. mad at the police when they don't testify against their own when there's bad cops. But we, we have to look at ourselves and say, are we testifying against people who we know have, have actually committed right. crimes as well? Like we we have to be and that's and these are short term things that we can do. If we if we change our mindset around about cooperating with the police and and not saying you gotta be an informant and all the, you know, wear wires and all this other stuff, right? right, right. Just yeah. give them information. you know something you don't have to necessarily solve the solve the case by yourself Mm -hmm. but if you know something you gotta you have to say something and these are again short-term things if if everybody gets involved and say hey we want to fight for justice in our community we want our community to be safe and peaceful and all this stuff i mean you can see a turnaround quicker if we Mm -hmm. get some of the people off the streets who i mean for lack of better you know who 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 really don't want to change, right? Right. There are people, there are people on the streets who just want to do what they want to do. And yeah. we cannot allow them to, to kind of take over the, the neighborhoods and make them unsafe. Right. So we have to be willing to just change the way we view justice, change the way we view, mm. um, cooperating with the police and, and, and do what we can whenever possible.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's a good word. Well, yeah. uh, Hopefully that was a helpful discussion. That leads yep. to our uh kind of our crazy question for today. Yes. So <laughs> we've we've focused a lot on kind of whataboutisms today. Right. So Kenny, what is your most frustrating example of a whataboutism?
0: Okay, so here's mine. Like somebody will say who their favorite blank is so they'll say like my favorite my favorite singer of all time is mm. like michael jackson
1: michael jackson and somebody will say wait, something that, like, wait, that's not, that not a, mine is that a true statement that okay, okay. you just no, throw that's
0: an example that is not mine okay. so they're just saying their favorite okay blank is this yeah yes and somebody will come and, and instead of saying my favorite is this they would be like nah man what about prince yeah. or what about uh, yes <laughs> what right. about this part you like hey uh, this is his opinion like this is not right, he's right. not saying definitively that this is the greatest. this, this is my, my, personal my favorite singer he's like what mm-hmm. about this like hey
1: man right i said what i said right and you could say i like prince right but he's not my he's not my but favorite. michael jackson is my favorite
0: right right like why, yes. why we gotta uh, uh, here's the thing like we can appreciate all of them Mm. But let people no. have their own opinion. You ain't got to no. be. What about you know? No, no, no. I you know in basketball they do that all the time too. Uh,
1: LeBron's well say, my favorite yeah, player. LeBron what about Jordan? Jordan? Yeah, oh Le- Le- LeBron and Jordan. Okay,
0: I say LeBron is my favorite. Like I'm aware of Michael Jordan, right? right. I say LeBron is my favorite player. Like. Right. You-
1: Jordan could be your favorite player. That's right. We can
0: appreciate all of it. No, 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 no. It's no, all about convincing
1: everyone that we're right. Right. Which is That's part what of what whataboutism is. Yes. You know, it's part of that.
0: We got to do that. What about you, yes. man? So, so speaking What of, about?
1: Oh, wow. I what see, about I see you? what you did there. I see what <laughs> yes. you did there. Um, so I was kind of going off of the sports one. I You know, listeners, if you do not know this, I'm a big University of Tennessee fan. Yes. And... Uh, and so, unfortunately, that spills over into my social media time <laughs> on certain bird apps and other places. And But what I think is always funny is, like, um, Tennessee has kind of traditionally been known as a f- more of a football school, right? Yes. And better yes. football. And our, our basketball's coming on. We're getting along, you know, whatever. But a lot of times, like, well, I'll see comments or whatever, and people are talking about kind of basketball, you know, and maybe Tennessee's not doing as good or we're not looking as great or whatever. And then, uh, and other fan bases will be like, "Well, you know, you guys have never been to a Final Four. You've never done this, or you've, you know, whatever." They're kind of <laughs> ragging on us. And then some guy comes in and he's like, "Yeah, but what about the football program?" And it's yes. like, "No, no, no, we're having a this is a basketball <laughs> conversation, basketball conversation, right? You can't, you know, yeah, but what about what about this? You know." And so right. I'm always like, "No, let's. Uh, I don't think that makes us look good as a fan base, nope. right? We've got a." gotta be able to deal with with deal with our struggles and other sports yes. you know and not try to bring in other things. So well that's, that's kinda kinda lighthearted and stuff, but hopefully uh encouraging. Again, if you if we have not been clear on anything in this podcast. Please, 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 let's cut out the what about isms. Yes. Right, that would solve a lot of our communication problems. Yes, on uh, and not just social media. I mean, it happens in conversations all and, the time, I mean, all the time. Man, and so, we deflect all the time. That's right. I mean, that's part of the black on black. I mean, that line. It really does come down to just being deflection a yeah. lot of times. And so let's let's try not to do that. Let's look for positive ways we can help and encourage and. Uh, point people to the truth of Christ, and so uh, thanks so much for listening to us this week. And we will catch up with you guys next week. God bless. You. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversity and fellowship at gmail dot com. That's diversity and at gmail dot com. We would love to hear from you. Until
0: next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.